Praise God. Praise God. God bless you, beloved. We have entered into a brand new year of 2023. And we're so thankful. We're so grateful that you are here, that we're here together to be able to share in God's word. And we know that the word as never before is so timely and is so needed because we know from just the signs and the indicators around us that Christ might soon return, perhaps even in our lifetime. I want to share today from the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning at verse 16 through 17. And this is from the King James Version I'm reading from first. It says, all scripture, excuse me, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Verse 17, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And then the Amplified Bible reads it and sounds this way. 16, every scripture is God-breathed, given by His inspiration, and profitable for instruction, for reproof, and conviction of sin, for correction of error, and discipline, and obedience, and for training in righteousness, which is holy living, in conformity to God's will, in thought, purpose, and action. And then verse 17 says, so that the man of God may be complete and proficient, well-fitted, and thoroughly equipped for every good work. Praise God again for his word. Now, to give you a quick backstory of this second letter, that the Apostle Paul writes to Timothy, I found out that this book largely consists of personal advice to Timothy, who was a younger colleague and an assistant to Paul. And the main theme of the book is endurance. Endurance. Timothy is advised and he is encouraged to keep on witnessing faithfully about Jesus Christ and to hold to the true teaching of the good news and the Old Testament and to do his duty as teacher and as an evangelist, all in the face of suffering and opposition. So he was being encouraged that in spite of the opposition, Timothy, that you're facing, don't let what you hear the naysayers say about what you're sharing and maybe even about you, don't let that stop you, especially since you're young. Don't be intimidated with that. Don't let that stop you. And Timothy is especially warned about 
um, the dangers of becoming involved in foolish and ignorant arguments that do no good but only ruin the people who listen to them. So in all of this, Timothy is being encouraged and to and be reminded of following the example and remembering the example of Paul and how Paul lived out his life before him. And Paul lived out his life before Timothy in faith, showing Timothy patience, uh, love, endurance, and suffering in persecution. Timothy saw that when he observed Paul's life. And so Paul wanted to remind him of that and not to forget that. Now I want to read these same verses, um, 2 Timothy 3, 16-17, reading from, uh, this is the Good News Version, or the Good News Translation, rather. And verse 16 starts by saying, All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching the truth, rebuking error, correcting faults, and giving instruction for right living so that the person who serves God may be fully qualified and equipped to do every kind of good deed. So we see here that God's word is useful for teaching the truth. And so as we read throughout the writings of Paul, of course, these are letters written to believers. Someone who already has confessed Christ as Lord and Savior. And so now we're encouraged because we've done that to begin to read and to study the word so that we will know what will please God. So that we will know how to live a life that will be an example of faith and of righteousness. And so uh, the scripture here, it says that God's word is inspired. It is God breathed, the Amplified says, and that it teaches the truth. It rebukes error. It corrects faults. So when we find ourselves looking through the word and we see things that we're doing that the word says we should not be doing, not only is that showing us, but it will give us the means and the empowerment by the Spirit of God to correct the wrongdoing and to give instruction, it says, for right living, how to live right and what all that entails. And so, and all of this is done so that the person who serves God may be fully equipped. Now, the word I believe that we saw that was in the King James Version says, may be perfect. And the word perfect here is not about no faults. It is about maturity. It's about growth. So the more that we are growing in the word, we are maturing in the word, then we will find ourselves um, more apt to obey and less apt to make mistakes um, because we have the word that's guiding us and directing us 
And as I always say, navigating us through through life. And that's what the word um, is for, is to help us in those areas. And so the Apostle Paul, of course, is, as I mentioned before, that he is Timothy's mentor. And so he is encouraging Timothy. But it's not just for Timothy. It is for every person. It's not just for Timothy alone. Uh, And we see that from the translation that I read from the Good News translation. It says, so that the person, in verse 17, who serves God, and if we're a believer, that includes us. We may not be a pastor or a leader in the church or an elder in the church of any capacity, but a believer. And wherever we go, wherever we work, wherever we live, we carry the gospel with us. And so we want to be sure that uh, we are handling it in the proper way. And we do that by learning from the Holy Spirit as he shows us through the word of God what that means and what that looks like. And so it says, so that the person who serves God may be fully qualified and equipped to do every kind of good deed. So the word of God, the breathed word that Paul was inspired to write for Timothy and for us is able to equip us, is able to um, develop us into that person that God wants us to be and to live a life that is right before him. Now, I want to also look at um, a couple of cross-references. I want to turn to first, second Peter chapter one, verses 20 through 21. And this is the New Living Translation I'll be reading from. That's 2 Peter chapter 1, 20 through 21. And it reads, Above all, you must understand that no prophecy in Scripture ever came from the prophets themselves or because they wanted to prophesy. It was the Holy Spirit who moved the prophets to speak from God. And so I think that was important to share that verse because we are not trying to interpret Scripture to tell you what it means. I'm using the Word of God to share about the Word of God. And so the verse that we read in Timothy was talking about how the word of God is God breathed. So this verse in 2 Peter is saying that the same thing that are at least trying to give us a better look in terms of that Paul was not writing this in and of himself. He wasn't doing that. He was writing and sharing the word because the Holy Spirit was moving upon him to do so. And so these were the words of God that God was speaking through Paul, having Paul to 
pen or to write these words down in order for Timothy to be able to hear, to read, and to be inspired by. So it wasn't Paul's words. It was God's words spoken through, through Paul, the prophet, or the, the apostle Paul, rather. Let's also look at Deuteronomy in the Old Testament. Chapter 29 and 29. Deuteronomy 29 and 29. And it says, and I'm still reading from the New Living Translation. It reads, there are secret things that belong to the Lord our God. But the revealed things belong to us and our descendants forever so that we may obey these words of the law. So yes, there are some things secret only known by God. But the written word, God's holy Bible, his holy book, is revealed. This is the revealed word and it belongs to us and to our descendants forever. So God wants us to read his word, to study his word as he breathes on it for us to be able to have an understanding of it. Now, I know that a person who can read can easily perhaps read the Bible. But the understanding of it has to be by way of the Holy Spirit. And so we want to just share with you what God has shared with us to share with you. And so keeping in mind that, again, in this book of Deuteronomy, it says that there are secret things that belong to the Lord our God and Him alone. But the revealed things, and we're saying that the revealed Word, God's written Word is the revealed Word. We can pick it up. We can handle it. We can see it with our, with our own two eyes. And because we can read it, then we can ask Holy Spirit to give us discernment, give us wisdom on what he's saying and what he is speaking to us what he wants us to know from the word that we're reading and then 2nd Timothy 2 and 21 2nd Timothy and this is another cross reference I'm using chapter 2 and 21 And this is from also still the New Living Translation. It reads, If you keep yourself pure, you will be a utensil God can use for His purpose. Your life will be clean and you will be ready for the Master to use for every good work. For every good work. Now, this verse falls in alignment with that verse 17 of 2 Timothy, where it says, 
from the King James, so that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And so here in 2 Timothy 2.21, we're finding out that if you keep yourself pure, and we do that as we are studying the word, as 2 Timothy 2.15 says, as we are studying the word, we are um, putting ourselves under the word's scrutiny. We're letting the word observe us as if being placed under a microscope, if you will, for the word to show us our strengths, our weaknesses as well, how to improve, what needs to be corrected. All of those things the word can do and it keeps us pure. The washing of the word keeps us pure and we can then be a utensil that God can use for his purposes. That's why we're here. And it says your life will be clean and you will be ready for the master to use for every good work. So the word of God readies us. The word of God prepares us to be used by God. And so when we feel uneasy sometimes, it might be due to the fact that I have not been in the word and allowed the word to instruct me, to cleanse me, to put me in a place where I can be used by God. Now let's go to, um, I want to read from um, the NIV translation of 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. And it reads this way. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching. So it would, it would teach me. Rebuking. It would do that too. It would point out a fault and tell me, Regina, you're wrong. And it says correcting and training in righteousness. So God does not want us to go out here in life and not know. He has given us his written word, his revealed word, as scripture says, that we can know, but it's up to us to participate with him and spend time in the word and allow his spirit to teach us. Holy Spirit is our teacher. And then 17 says, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So he wants us equipped. He wants us to know. He doesn't want us to be in the dark. He wants us to have um, an understanding and to be ready to be able to share in order to help someone else. So if I'm ready myself, then I can better help someone else. And then I want to wrap up by using the Passion Translation and reading those same verses, beginning with verse 16, and it says, God has transmitted, God has transmitted his very substance into every scripture. My God, for it is God-breathed. It will empower you, it being the scripture, 
that is God-breathed, it being the very substance of God. It will empower you, it says, by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. Then you will be God's servant, fully mature and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. Glory to God. Let me read that one more time without interrupting the scripture by giving my comment, okay? Again, verse 16, this is the Passion Translation. God has transmitted his very substance into every scripture, for it is God-breathed. It will empower you by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. 17. Then you will be God's servant fully mature and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. So God prepares us, beloved, through his God-inspired, God-breathed word that has been recorded by men of God who obeyed him and recorded it for us to be able to partake of it. And so it is here to empower us. And I believe the empowerment comes because Holy Spirit lives on the inside of every blood-bought believer. And so Holy Spirit is the teacher. He is the counselor. He is the guide. He will be the leader as you read the word, as you put time aside to read the word, asking Holy Spirit to be, to be your teacher, to be your guide, to be um, the helper that you need as you read and study the word, that he will do that and he will empower you through the instruction of the word, through the correcting of the word, giving us the strength that we need to take the right steps, to make the right um, decisions by faith, to go deeper into the word that will improve us and to make us even more godly before God, to make us righteous um, before God. All of that is part of what the word of God will be doing, washing us and cleansing us. And then it says in verse 17 that we will be God's servant fully mature. We didn't say without faults, but we are maturing. And the more that we mature in the things of God, the less we will act like the world. So be encouraged, beloved, today and know that God's word is here for us. And if God has left these 66 books for our edification, 
for our education, for our instruction, for our correction. Let's purpose and be intentional about asking the Holy Spirit every day to teach us from his word that we partake of, that we can grow and know him better. God bless you. Happy New Year.